there, wrestling fans, and welcome to the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther the Fed. And now introducing you, my host, from the wow world of sports down all the way to the earth and around into the woods, it's the happy heel himself, the metal geek. What's going on, ringside crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? Not too much, man. We have a busy few days ahead of us, Geekenstein. Yeah, SummerSlam, NXT TakeOver. Yeah, yeah hanging out with a bunch of uh, new friends, and we're going to have a bunch of friends tonight, Geeky. Uh-huh. Introducing, let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to Straight Talk Podcast. The host and the mini host. Hey, come on, guys. How's it going? I'm bad, man. How are you guys? How are you guys? Good, good. Not too much. Welcome, welcome, guys, and welcome, mini host. Well, thank you guys so much for having us. And again, uh, sorry about the last time. I was feeling a little bit under the weather, so I'm glad we were able to finally sit down and get this done. We were excited for a long time about doing this. We don't really get to be on the other side of the fence, so it's kind of cool. We appreciate yeah. appreciate you guys and asking. That's us. why we sent you guys the invite. I invited you, uh, but I said, that's why I was like, we, we have to have him with his daughter. We have to have many hosts. I was like, she, he's part of your team. That's like your partner in crime. That's... I guess she'd be like the Shawn Michaels, and you're, as I said it before, the, I guess it's opposite. You'd you'd be the Marty, and she'd be the Shawn. Mm. No, no, you don't think so? No, no. Like we talked <laughs> she about takes last... over the show. She does. She does take over the show. I would <laughs> say, I would say, if we were a tag team, uh, right now I put us at the Mysterios. I'm kind of the old school one, working her, helping her, her uh, hone her craft, and she's eventually going to take over. What? Sasha Banks. All right, okay, so if you're Sasha Banks, who am I supposed to be? I don't know. Snoop Dogg? Okay, I guess I'm Snoop Dogg. What's up? <laughs> Josh the King That's says, great. Happy. Hey guys, That's everyone great. look beautiful and keep our wrestling community alive. That's right, you know? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And it's um also, it's hel- about helping everybody in the wrestling community. Like, all the podcasts. I like how all the podcasts stick together and work together. Then they, they, nobody has an ego in the podcast community. They all want to work together. They all want to get views and comments. So, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I'm part of a part of a pretty cool uh, crop. You guys are all. You guys are definitely involved in that. But I'm part of a pretty cool crop. A little niche crop of. Uh, we call ourselves the League of Extraordinary Podcasters. Uh, you got you know yourselves are in there. You got uh, Clark Street Wrestling, Circle of Debate, uh, the Dirty Heels. Um, uh, Universal Wrestling Podcast, Championship on the Line, The Ring Fanatics. There's some I'm missing, but there's a lot of great podcasts out there. Joe in the Ring, um, Shooting Up North, Alliance Pro Wrestling. There's a lot of great podcasts out there. So I always say that uh, when one of us grows, we all grow together. Co- collaboration mm-hmm. over competition. That's my that's my thing right there. So I so- I love getting we had we had dirty heels. We couldn't get both the dudes because technical issues with one of the guys. So we were like, yeah. But then. Kobe Wheatstone was hilarious. It was such he a funny him. interview. He was awesome. Kobe, but it was, I don't know if you heard that episode. It, that was so weird. That we were being him. We, all of us were throwing our dream matches. So I, I was tired. I didn't get my coffee at the late night coffee. That was it was horrible to say this. 
that was the day New Jack died. Uh, yeah. We were doing Rubbed our, it. someone wrote, rest in peace, New Jack. Because we thought maybe because reaction to a match we did, because, you know, it was a rough match. Whoever, I think it was Geek. It was, or, a dream, it was dream matches we wanted to see. We wanted to see New Jack versus Nick Gage in a street fight or death match, whatever it is. And someone in the comments said, "What rest in peace, New Jack. So we're like, oh, it's just because of the match somebody we said. And we're like, no. And oh. then I went on my Instagram and my face went from this to... Jack died. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it was my rough. my whole energy went from like an old iPhone went from like, hey, I just I just met you and it's so crazy, to I'm blocking you because you're funny looking. Gone, <laughs> like energy, like old iPhone, no power. I, I, you have me charging. We're becoming friends. To uh, no, not today. Gone. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, yeah. It was a definite rough day for the wrestling world when New Jack passed away. I mean, love him or hate him, he left it all out there in the ring, and that's the truth about him. One hundred percent. Like, uh-huh. how, how do you guys feel about Rampage this week? You guys, uh, I will be completely honest. We are not hardcore adverse in AEW. We're not fully invested. We catch it when we can, but it's not something that uh, we kind of put our whole energy in. There's a lot of AEW content to catch up. If there's somebody that we know or somebody that we interviewed or a star that we like, we're very, um, we're very uh, up on elevation and dark for sure. Uh, Dynamite, we catch when we can. And same thing with Rampage. We catch, well, I mean, we'll, we'll catch it when, it when we can for sure. But I mean, one thing I have been catching and following along is the uh, Labors of Jericho. I, I think that's just pure genius. <laughs> that's awesome. That yeah, that's payoff awesome. payoff at the end when he finally gets his hands on MJF is going to be gold. The payoff yeah. is going to be phenomenal. Phenomenal. That's all. That's all out, all out, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the, the payout is the payoff is going to be huge. Uh, I did see that Christian Cage uh, became the new Impact uh, World Champion, which is so great. I, we are I, very we're very very big Impact Wrestling fans because we know a lot of the roster. We have yes. friends on the roster like Josh Alexander and stuff like that. So uh, we're very big on Impact. Also, we love ROH, especially everything they're doing with the women's tournament. And we're also big fans of a, a, a smaller promotion called Global Syndicate Wrestling. They're doing a two day uh, event starting tomorrow. And Saturday, which will be free on YouTube, they're going to have some great matches lined up there. And MLW, very, very big MLW fans for sure. Yes, never got a chance. I like I heard about them back in the day, but like now I feel silly because I, I don't know how I heard about them, and I never get a chance to check their matches. I guess they have a YouTube channel, right? MLW, they used to. They have a classic content. Do the ringside, do straight talk wrestling. Have an Instagram. We do have an Instagram. We do. If you want, to, <laughs> if you want to drop it right now, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> Absolutely, it's uh, the mini host has one. Hers is the mini host, <laughs> and uh, mine is Straight Talk Wrestling. All run, all one word, all small letters. And there's a picture, a really cool picture of us, me with a baseball bat over my head, and her wearing her Darby Allen mask. It's one of our favorite photos that we did yes. from our photo shoot that we did recently, which was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, no MLW. They used to have a YouTube page. Uh, it's still on there with like the classic content. But now they got a TV deal with Vice TV, so they're going to be airing on Vice TV. Um, they did air Battle Riot on there, and they also aired that on their YouTube. That was kind of the last thing they did. Now they're kind of going city to city, I guess, recording content. I haven't seen anything new yet, but uh, when we do drop it, we also have a, I have a side podcast to do with a very good friend of mine, Uncle Bobby B. He's part of the Straight Talk family as well. Uh, it's called MLW Rewind. We do that. We usually drop that on Sundays. So that's where we rewind back the previous episode of MLW. And we discuss it. It's all available on the Straight Talk Wrestling YouTube page, which is, again, Straight Talk Wrestling. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
So guys, we usually ask the questions first, but we want to reverse the role right now. Uh oh. Ask away, Miss <laughs> Minios. Ask away, friends up, Frenzo. Uh, um, on the fly, can you do it? <laughs> I don't know. Don't want That's great. Okay, we don't want to put you under the spotlight like I am right now with my, my, my ring light in my face. You're making her nervous, Joe, man. I, I told you, this is, her first interview. this is her first time being a guest on somebody else's show, man. You're making her nervous. I'll, 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 I'll give her a fun question. Joe likes to do that. He's very intimidating. Your... I noticed that. <laughs> I like... A lot of pressure, Joe. You're making this very pressure. I'm sorry. It's fun. I like This is like the fun hangout at a barbecue. I'd, like, I'd rather want to talk to your dad. Where's your dad? Bring your dad in. Daddy he, he does have his dad. <laughs> my, my mom felt it so cute that we got a father-daughter. My mom's like, oh, my God, you guys have a father-daughter coming on your show. That's so adorable. And I was like, yep. Well, the, whole, the whole family's wrestling fans. I mean, my wife and I, we when we met, we went on our first date. We both discovered that we liked wrestling. It was kind of like instant, like – I'm gonna marry this girl. Once you find a once you find a girl that loves wrestling more than you do, you gotta put a ring on that. So we did, and then we had her, and we had our other little daughter who's five years old. She's just getting into wrestling now, but it's hard to keep her attention. She can watch a match for maybe five minutes, and then she's done. She's and had then, enough. Uh, and then we have a doggy. And then we also have a dog, Minnie, oh, who's not really a wrestler. wrestling too. <laughs> she, she, she'll sit on the couch. Anybody that's willing to rub her stomach, she'll sit <laughs> for hours on it. She's not really a guard dog. She's like this big. And she thinks she is a guard dog, but yeah. she's not. She's got small dog problems. So anybody that walks her, she just barks their heads off. And as soon as they as soon as they pet her, it's game over. They're, That's they're, she's, forever. Yeah. Yeah. So for example, if a robber came into our house, or somebody broke into her house, she would just be like, Oh, hello there. No. <laughs> she, would bark until, she would bark until he, he he or she pet her, and then she would let them just rob us blind. But she's cute, so it's all good. Oh, thank you. Thank you for following yeah. us, Josh. We appreciate you, man. We appreciate you. Yay. Okay. Um, who would be like your – I had both of you guys. Who would be like your dream match – I mean, dream interview to do? Sasha Banks. Awesome. <laughs> Sasha Banks for her. Uh, for me, I got a top three. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page, uh, Triple H, and Sting. Uh, like Triple mm. H, Sting, Diamond Dallas Page, those are like – that's my Mount Rushmore right there. That's three out of the four of my Mount Rushmore. Actually, the fourth one of my Mount Rushmore, surprisingly enough, was Al Snow. And I was able to sit down with him a few weeks ago, which was phenomenal. A few months He's ago, good. actually. Which cool. Was great, great, great That's conversation. Awesome. We're yeah, having him. November. It blew my mind. I was at work coming out of Key Food, which I love you guys, but we uh, we have the Wi-Fi in the store. So... I was walking him, go on my break, and I see the one by my email that's typical Joe fashion. And I click it, and I go, it's his, like, real name. So I was like, Al Snow. I'd like to come on your podcast. I'm interested. Al Snow. <laughs> I, like, had the – I just saw a ghost, and I know it was there, and I know I, and I know I don't have my proton pack, cigarette hanging out of the mouth, Ray Stan style. Okay, we have <laughs> I'll take it. Time, I think Evan, whatever time I had on there. I think the first thing I did when he replied back to me and said, "Yeah, I'd absolutely love to be on the show." Is I think I just went on the WWE Network and and just waited, just watched an old Raw where his music came out. What does everybody want? Yes, head, yes. I oh. still remember. I still remember my favorite match would be the Mississippi uh, River match. Yes, yes, I remember that one. That yes. is my absolute favorite match of Al Snow's. By the way, where they actually wrestle in the Mississippi River. I thought oh, that man. was 
Yeah. I thought that was the wildest balls count anywhere match I think I've ever seen. I, I, I used to love the no, you haven't seen any of the clap that that's old school like uh Monday Night War stuff. I have to show uh, you that. But there's one um one of my kind of guilty pleasures is um it's uh one where him and Road Dog are fighting for the hardcore championship. Everybody remembers that belt that was all busted up and broken yeah. and stuff. They're fighting for the hardcore championship and they actually go out onto like the loading dock and they're fighting next to like Vince McMahon's limo and it's snowing and these poor guys are in their like wrestling gear and you can see they're freezing, but oh, Al Snow takes like a pile driver from Road Dog on like a stack of skids. And he just goes right through the stack of skids and he comes up and he's all bloody and stuff like that. But he's just got that Al Snow smile like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was just gold. It's one of those moments, uh, memories that sticks out to me for sure. And I just, I love the, um, I love the concept, man, how he got that from like a book on abnormal psychology. Like I just thought it was genius the way he developed the character. And it's, it's something he doesn't get enough credit for. In my honest opinion, mm-hmm. yeah, one hundred percent. I like I like the red chair she's sitting in. I need to get myself a new chair. I need, I need to get a new podcast chair. That's the video game chair. We treated ourselves because we used to have this big old recliner <laughs> that was like shredding leather, like it was shedding. Like that's literally, how, yeah. So we finally got rid of that it thing. Was so comfy though. Yeah, it was. It was pretty good. You can fall. I fall asleep in it a few times. Watching yeah. TV down here, I've passed out a few times. It was pretty comfy. It I was like, like the chair. This doesn't look like a cool chair you see someone doing an interview. This looks like someone's like about to get fired. If I look like an office chair, this right here, I'm like, I need to get a new chair. I sometimes decorate and put like shirts behind me whenever I'm doing because I also I'm also a Ghostbusters fan, as you know, and I also do a show on YouTube called Ghost Head Talk Podcast. Me and my buddy Laura, we she's in the back, she's on the screen, but you can't see her. She's like on my end talking, and we talk about all the the new stuff with the new movie. We do that kind of fun Ghostbusters chatter. Yeah, we're looking forward to the new movie. Uh, oh, yeah, she's yeah, she's out. a big Stranger Things fan, so she's yes. excited that Mike from Stranger Things is going to be in. It's Mike, right? Mike's that. It's Mike. His, his name in the movie Ghost. The nerd. The nerd yeah. Joe just said, "If you don't know his name in the movie now, it's Trevor." Trevor, right? But the character he he's famous for is yeah. Mike. Mike, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. season four is coming out soon. Season four. When? Yeah. We actually, we're big Stranger Things fans together. We actually dressed up as Eleven and Hopper for Halloween, which is pretty cool. I, I can see it. Oh, God. I can see it. <laughs> I still have the hat somewhere. Oh, yeah. It's right over here. <laughs> right over here. I, you're going to laugh. As soon as, as soon as they announced, I got chills. As soon as they announced that Mike, like Finn was going to be in the, <laughs> the, the lip bite thing. <laughs> That's funny. Um, as soon as they it's funny, guys. As soon as they announced that Finn Wolfhard was going to be in Ghostbusters Afterlife, Ghostbusters 3, I went to the comic book shop just to look for a new pop because I love my pop vinyls. And I, what do I see? It must have been Egon Spirit helping me out. Oh, Trevor, uh, Mike, sitting there in the Ghostbusters flight suit. I'm like, yeah. I was like thanks, Grump. Thanks, Spirit, Egon. Grabbed Absolutely. It. Bought it, nerd me, ripped it out of the package like a child on Christmas morning. Well, once once she got obsessed with Stranger Things and she started watching all the time, we started branching out into like the older horror movies. So I've been showing her like the classics. So I've showed her like Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, I showed her uh, the original Halloween and the new one that came out a couple years ago. And Mm. um, we just bought all the Friday the 13th. On actually Friday the 13th, they have the whole collection on sale for like 10 bucks on iTunes. So we're like, yeah. 
they they're I'm like I told her I'm like these are horrible movies, but they're fun. They're fun to watch. Like yeah. let's be honest. I mean, the first the second movie he's in a pillowcase with one eye hole cut out. Complete cheese ball. And then he grabs a hockey mask and not really my favorite fan franchise, but yeah, we've been showing I showed her Chucky, the original Chucky. So oh, when you watch them back after years, they are so bad. But they're <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's so bad. It's, it's, it's like so a train good. wreck, but you love it. You really do love it. And I love my birthday month because it's the best month of the whole October. That's right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I love all Halloween, Halloween all the time. Halloween. Yes. So absolutely. Love Halloween. I love yep. Halloween. Yeah. Uh, dream interview for me would be probably I know I know you said Triple H earlier, but mm -hmm. Ken, Kenny Omega would be awesome. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Kenny yeah, Omega, sure. and just because of his stuff, I'm a huge New Japan fan. I loved his stuff in New Japan. His match with Tanahashi. His four matches with Okada were absolutely probably my favorite matches. Even his G1 matches were great, too. Yeah, no, you can't take anything away from Kenny Omega. He definitely is uh, kind of like a once-in-a-lifetime talent for sure. Uh, for me, it was the Alpha versus Omega. Those were the matches where I really, really, really found – like uh, that's when I started kind of discovered New Japan. It was kind of Chris Jericho. But then I went back and I, I watched those four with Okada, and you're right, they're – there's nothing short of phenomenal when it comes to Kenny Omega. When he's in the ring, it's just something special. It really, really is. I, I like his AEW stuff, but I really appreciate his New Japan stuff a little bit more, though. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to say that. I think um, when it comes to uh, his AEW stuff, um, the matches that I like obviously would be the one Dynamite that I actually did watch all the way through when he, he beat John Moxie for the title. And I didn't mind that um, the match that he had with uh, – Moxley up and right until the finish with the the fireworks and oh the, I was talking about that with Joe I told yeah. you that match was awesome by the way it was Dude. right up until the end when Eddie Kingston like <laughs> laid over um, that was Moxley, horrible and it was just fireworks and I was like oh no I, I get no there were the fireworks it's sparklers where yeah, was sparklers it? it was just it was just it was done the production <laughs> value for such a such an amazing company the nice. production value on that was a little it's like they kind of ran out of money and we're just like ah yeah okay let's do this. Which I, I, think, I don't ever see AEW running out of money, but it just it seems like they they kind of gave up when it came to the finish for that. I don't know. Cody's just, fireworks. Yeah, Cody's fireworks had more. Cody had more fireworks than that that little spark at the end. Yes, you're during, right. During his match, and then he, he was like like this coming out like that, and then um, you see the little spark at the end, and I'm like, that's it. That's the the countdown. That's it. That's the big boom. That's the big exactly. It kind of took the wind out of your sails. It's like when you um, like you're you're gonna watch a, a movie that you've been waiting for for like years, and then you go and it's it's a letdown. Or you go to this restaurant you've been dying to try, and you finally get you like yes, okay, I'm here, and you do it, and it's like eh, I expect a little bit more. It's like you had this build up in your head that it didn't go well. It's like when you yeah. go for Christmas when you open up your present, you think it's toys and it sucks, and you're like, mm -hmm. damn it, Grandma, what the hell's wrong with you? It's horrible. I'm cool. What happened? I thought I was gonna have PlayStation Five. I got something from the dollar store. No, you got uh, you got Argyle socks and uh, a pair of mittens. And Merry Christmas. Your grandparents love you. A hundred percent. Yep. So with me, as you know, I said my grandfather was a wrestler. If I had to make a time machine, I'd go back in time and interview my interview my grandfather. Absolutely. Even though he may not know who I am, I'll get the old school hat like Minnie Hose had on. Go! I would totally go and get the old school hat with the little card, the jacket. I love dressing up to so the tie. I get the, the suit pants, put them all in the car, figure out the time, the eight, the, uh, 
in 65 or 55, the outfits they wore and dress up with the hat and be like, I am a, I'm a, I'm an old school uh, reporter here. I just want to interview on this tape recorder. Hold you, someone hold this tape recorder that can videotape. I just want to interview Mr. Queen Yonas. I'm, uh, my name is Joseph Radic, Radicaz. No relation. Well, what would happen if you, if you went up to him and asked him for an interview? He's like, sorry, I don't do interviews. Wouldn't that just take the wind out of your sails? Oh, God, yeah, I would yeah. just sink into my body. My own grandfather just told me no. Well, speaking of our guard dog, there you go. She went upstairs to oh, get her. Look, there's the pooch woot. Uh, the mod was just asking <laughs> about the pets. <laughs> Yay, puppy. Why do you look so scared right now? <laughs> well, it's your dog's debut in America right there. There you go. Say hello. <laughs> Oh geez, it's gonna what is, they get the fandom. The fandom's gonna is, start. What is the ultimate dream match, you guys? What do you would say your ultimate dream match would be? Are we? Are, I guess we're allowed to forbidden door this. Like I can go. Yes, anything. It could be anything. Uh, you know what? For me, because like I'm such a I'm such a Sting fan, and I think WWE missed the boat huge uh, when they were both kind of they still could go. Uh, I would. I mean, Sting's still going, still active, but I would say Sting versus Taker. If I could have got that instead of Sting versus Triple H at 31, oh. that would have been that would have been the match, man. That would have been, been really, really yeah. good. And that's, and that's a match that I, I really, honestly, and truly believe that um, a WWE missed the boat on huge. They had them both finally under contract. They could have done it. It could have been insane. Uh, the spectacle would have been larger than life, and th- those guys would have put on a special kind of match. So for me, that would definitely be Sting versus Taker. But also, if I could get it again, just because uh, uh, I'm kind of a I'm a big fan of uh, a big fan of him. But if I could get Piper versus Triple H, like Piper oh. <laughs> in his prime, like could you imagine Triple H on Piper's pit? That would have just been fucking gold. Just would have been gold. Um, Piper and- versus MJF will be another one. Yes, yes, I, <laughs> I, 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 yo, I changed my answer. That, <laughs> well, you've got a couple of your favorites. Like, you would probably say, what would you, would you not, what about uh, the other day? I remember you saying that uh, you'd love to see Sasha Banks go with Deanna Parazzo. That would be a match for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. True. You love both those ladies. So, yeah, I think Sasha Banks versus Deanna Parazzo for her. Being, that would be a match. being a new Japan fan, I'd say Brian Danielson in his prime versus Okada. Yeah. That's solid. That's solid. That, that's my ultimate dream match right there. And I got I got Joe's. I already know Joe's match. It's not a wrestling match, but it would be Stance versus Egon. That's what oh it yeah, be. <laughs> that's what it would be. I think Egon would try to trick him, and he'd be like, oh, "I'm gonna put a hole through my head. I'm gonna put a hole through my head." And he's like, "No, brother, don't do that." And then Peter just with goes, Slimer as the special guest referee. Right? Oh god, that'd be hilarious. Slimer's eating his pizza, and he's like, "I got a referee." And they're like about to pin him, and then he's like, <laughs> "If anybody could book it, Tony Khan. Tony Khan booked that match. We can make it happen." Stay Puff as the announcer. Oh, oh guys, <laughs> Tony Khan is going to buy the wrestling world pretty. It soon. would be the announce. It would be the real Ghostbusters climber. Yeah. No, you know, the, you know the cartoon real Ghostbusters, right? Oh yeah, hell yeah. He'd be the real go. It'd be the real Ghostbusters Stay Puff in this really tiny. This really. Or it would be a big announcer's table for us, but it'd be Stapop just sitting on the floor with the table right in front of his legs. And he just, you just see his face like, hi, I'm Stapop Marshmallow Man. Hi, guys. You know what, though? You mentioned, uh, you did mention about um, 
you know, Tony Khan eventually buying the whole wrestling world. It's 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 just kind of right now. I'm not even going to get into the politics of that stuff. It's just right now it's been great for the, the forbidden door being open. I had my reservations and I wasn't sure really which company profited the most. But I was recently a guest on Turnbuckle Tavern, which is another great podcast. Mm-hmm. Shout out to those guys. They're awesome. And uh, we had a kind of a debate about who's kind of made the most out of this like first year and a bit of the forbidden door. And as much as AEW was the ones to definitely unlock the door, um, I would have to say NWA. And originally my, my thought process was that Impact was getting the shorter end of the stick. But when you look at it, having Kenny Omega be their champion, uh, their TV ratings went up, their pay-per-view buys went up. So you can't, you can't fault them for that. They actually were the ones I think that benefited the most, to be honest with you, was Impact Wrestling. Now that I see it from the other perspective, but NWA, for a long time, NWA didn't have a platform, and mm. AEW gave gave them a platform. They had not really gave them, but AEW said, "Hey, you know, you know, let us bring some of your champions over." Thunder Rose, Thunder Rosa went over, represented to fullest. They even had her. Uh, they even had the title exchange hands on AEW, which is pretty awesome. It was great to see stuff like that, and this is cool in this day and age, where especially for young fans coming up, they could see the the community working together. It's, it's not so much about competition. It is, but it isn't anymore. Now it's just about putting on great shows for fans, and it's just it's the best time to be a wrestling fan right now. I'm excited about the Forbidden Door because, like I said before, I'm the biggest New Japan fan, so I just want to see more guys. I know it's the, the pandemic hurt a lot of uh, the Forbidden Door from being open. Like We didn't get to see Suzuki in AEW. We didn't get to see Okada. Maybe Tanahashi is somewhat going to come out there in a couple of months because he's in the States right now. But, you know, Osprey's in the States right now. So we'll see. wait and see what happens. Absolutely. It, it's just a great time to be a fan, and it's a great time to uh, just love the sport for what it is. Yeah, you know what? There are, there are fans that are hardcore fans. You've got the hardcore WWE fans. You've got the hardcore AEW fans. There's nothing wrong with being a fan of a particular pr- promotion. But for, for us personally, we're just fans of wrestling. If Me too. A- yeah. If there's a member of the, of the roster that intrigues us, we will definitely check it out. But to say I put my whole heart into a promotion, that would be untrue. But if if I had to, I would say most of my time and attention really does focus on impact just because I know a lot of the members of the roster there, mm-hmm. not on a personal level, but I've had them on the show. And I do have a couple friends on the roster, but also MLW. Uh, Myron Reed, great, great person. Richard Holiday, I had him on the show a bunch of times. These are great guys, and these are great talents that are are hungry and are showing what they can do on these stages so that they're helping these stages grow, which is great for me. That's that's what I like to see. I like to see everybody getting a little bit of the pot. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. enough in the pie for everybody if they do it properly. Mm-hmm. Ooh, our, um, my other two dream interviews would be, would be Rey Mysterio and Shawn Michaels. Like, separate days. But uh, Marty Gennetti? Because you mentioned Marty Jannetty a few well, times. Maybe Marty, maybe them. Like, it's like I'd be in the middle of the both of them trying to get them to admit their their downfall with their tag team. I don't think you get Marty and Sean on the same show. I, I, I just beg. <laughs> I won't tell one of them. Like, oh, so double booked. You gotta have to just. I have no other dates. <laughs> like, like we do one dudes at ringside on Fridays. We have one at one time and. This is funny. The two weeks ago, when I went to see Geek, I, I stayed in the Geek Lab. I he he wanted to kill me. I we had an interview <laughs> every hour on Friday that I went to see him. Never, it will never happen again, Joe. Right? Because <laughs> he booked so many people. Because do it, Geek. Right? 
he he basically said maybe this one person will come on because and then nobody came on they all answered the same exact time oh no <laughs> so then i'm like joe what do we do <laughs> and i he, he always has this thing he goes he goes um they're not coming on the same day, right? And I'm just like, and wait for him to go right like three times. He didn't do it, <laughs> right, right? Right, 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 right. And I'm just like, and then on the other side of the phone, I'm like doing this, doing the. Sounds like you put. It sounds like you put geek through the ringer, Joe. Oh he, God, I do. He it's does. He's the. He's the college the heel podcast. I used to like goof on him all the time. Who? 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 Are we going to do this today? Geek, man, kudos to you, bro. You got the patience of a saint, man. You got the patience of a saint, brother. And, and I'm the heel of the podcast, too. So that's Yeah, the but thing. you know, <laughs> you, yeah, you have a chance to get a word in. Joe's been talking over everybody. <laughs> he does that all the time. And every time I do get a word, I'm like, I'll be like, I'll just sit there and be like, okay, Joe, I'll let you talk for it. And then, I wait. I and sit then sometimes back and I'll be like this. If you notice on the podcast, He'll be talking and talking up like, and then the, I see the viewers go down, and I'm like, "Joe, we're losing the viewers. Come on, get on with it already." We lost the viewers for a little when Mini House walked away, and then they came back because Mini House is back, and then they came back even more because it was a dog. Oh, it's, it's really it's all about her. It's all about her. It's always been about her. The promo was awesome, by the way. It's sorry. The promo was awesome, by the way. You guys, oh, did thank you very much. Yeah, we we have fun doing stuff like that. It was um. When we started this, it was me and uh, two of my friends, and then it just kind of became me after kind of creative differences. And she was always bugging me to be on YouTube. She wanted to be on YouTube. She wanted to be on YouTube, and it was just like, it's it's a it's a really scary platform, especially when you're a parent of a young kid. You're putting them out there for the world to see. It's hard because you you want to be able to vent and and kind of guard and protect them. So this was kind of a way that we came up with it, where she could still be on YouTube like she wanted to be, but under the platform where I could kind of monitor everything and make sure everything was on the up and up. And um, so far, the response has been great. And, uh, you know, a lot of those those fellow great podcasts that I mentioned, and if I missed anyone, I'm sorry, but a lot of those great podcasts that I mentioned, um, they've all kind of taken her under their wing, like their, their own, like, little sister, little daughter, if you will. And they all, they all, they came up with a nickname. They call her the interview princess. They coined her. I didn't come up with that. I just use it. But they coined her that, for sure. Well, if you guys ever come to the East Coast and you've ever come to New York, let us know in advance. I'll come down from Pennsylvania. We'll make a fun trip of it. You can make a vlog. We'll go We'll go to New York. We'll go into the city. We'll hang out. We'll go have pizza, which that's where the kings of the pizza and tacos of our podcast. Have, food, have pizza in, in any of the best pizza places. Tacos are the best in Phoenix, by the way. What? What's that, Geek? I said tacos are the best in Phoenix. You can't Well, then you have good taco places in New York, Geek. Oh. No, they don't. <laughs> don't lie, Joe. Don't lie to them. We have no pizza. But... <laughs> Liar. There's a, there's, a, there's a place I went by in New York when I was with my brother and my sister for Father's Day. We went by, brought my dad to the city, and I found, I took, it's on the, it's on the Instagram page. It's a luchador taco place. It's called Lucha. I lost my mind. My, my brother, my brother doesn't even watch wrestling. He's like, Mandy, look. And I'm like, looking around, I'm like, what? I don't see. I played stupid. I saw it. And I was like, oh. Take a picture of me now. <laughs> I had my mask on. That's like a COVID mask, but it was a Rey Mysterio. It's a Mexican wrestler named King Rey Mysterio. And it's like, it looks like a Lucha mask. It has like the birds. 
Nice. And it has the, the question mark and the in the crown on top. And I wore the mask and I was like pointing at it behind me like this, with the COVID mask on. And the guy, the owner of the company, was like, Oh my god, so cool. It's called Lucha. <laughs> that's a Texas, that's a Mexican restaurant in the city. Didn't go to it, but it was popular when we were leaving. So yeah, if we ever go to the East Coast, we got a lot of we got a lot of friends to see. We got to go hang out with the Dirty Heels for a bit. We got to go see our friend Brandon, uh, who runs that great promotion, Global Syndicate Wrestling, that I was talking about. Uh, definitely have to have pizza with Gio Galvano. That guy, that guy would definitely uh, uh, give me the pizza one on one for sure. See, I'm weird with my pizza. A lot of people, my wife's Italian and she, she hates the way she hates the way I order my pizza, so but I'm, I'm Hawaiian. So I'm all good. about it, man. I'm all about so the pineapple good. on the pizza. So good. It is. You make so many New Yorkers sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I love pie. Listen, so when good. you get a Hawaiian pizza, it's literally if you think about it logically, it's all four food groups. You've got your bread, so there's your dough. Then you've got your milk and dairy and the cheese. You got your meat and proteins, your ham or your bacon, and then you got your pineapple, your fruit and vegetable. It really is all four Such food a groups combination in one shot. I guess really? geek when we go with, when we when I come to your house maybe in September not. Crossing the fingers, we're trying to head up. Uh, there's a promotion on Long Island that you guys definitely have to go through when you come. If they do in a show, we'll hey, that's how we could all hang out. There's a promotion called VPW on Long Island, they have a lot of up geek could tell you they have a lot, their roster is stacked. Yeah, so many yeah. wrestlers you've never heard of in your entire life, they have awesome. so many gimmicks, just gimmicks. We just, got, we just gotta wait for your government to green light the borders opening. We Canada's open our borders. You guys, we, we, we come want. down, Joe. That's it. We're going to Canada. We come down. Yeah, we're going. We're coming. We, <laughs> can't, get we, can't, we can't go up there, unfortunately. Even though I'm fully vaccinated and she's just waiting to turn 12, we still can't. We can't cross the border for some reason. So, so yeah. So I, mean, I we could go down there, right? Yeah. If you're a fully vaccinated American, you can come on across, no problem. And go back. <laughs> and go back. Yeah. But yeah, I think you have to take the test. I think you have to take a rapid test or a test before and a test like before you before you leave and before you head back. You have to take a test both ways. Uh-huh. So, yeah, we'll let you know if me and Geek go. We'll, I'll tell you if me and Geek are going to come to Canada. We'll we'll make a fun trip of it. We'll find some fun random wrestling. We definitely want to go to Battle Pro, though. Oh, Battle Arch Pro? Yeah, man. Such such a good organization. So uh, Hamilton Pro Wrestling. I'm affiliated with those guys. They're awesome. Uh, we did our first uh, show back a couple weeks ago. It's on the actual HWE network where we had a lot of the Battle Arts roster. Well, we had some members of the Battle Arts roster on the show and also some premiering for the first time. It was a great, great event. And um, yeah, if you go to HWE.com, subscribe for like five bucks a month or even 62 for the year, you get all the classic Battle Arts and HWE content wow. plus that show, which I commentated for the first time. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, man. But, a lot yeah, VPW. Um, I don't know if you're familiar. There's some awesome wrestlers. Is wrestler named VSK. Are you familiar with him or? Uh... No, no. VSK is awesome. By the way, he's great, dude. dude. I'll take yeah. your word, man. You gotta know I'm on the fence about Joe these days, but I'll take your, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. VSK is great. <laughs> um, <laughs> Eric James is another great one that you have to look up. Karen Bam Bam's another great oh, one. Karen Bam Bam. Karen, oh Karen Bam, I've, heard, I've heard the name. I have heard the yeah. name, yes. He hits like a truck, apparently, because the rest geek was randomly talked to the girl that she wrestled. Beat. He wrestled, she beat, and geek asked, or no, geek always asked the goofy question, 
so how was your match against Karen? And she went, she no, I, I didn't ask that. I said, I said tough loss. And then she goes, tough loss. And, then, and then she goes, yeah, she hits really, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. You want to talk about somebody that hits hard, man, as we've seen Josh Alexander in person a few times. And last time we saw him was about a year ago. And he hit speed. He was facing speedball Mike Bailey, who's another amazing international talent. He's actually, you know, born and bred here in Canada. And he hit him so hard that we saw speedball after the match, and his whole chest was oh, red. Like Josh geez. Alexander when he chops, no joke, joke man. Yeah. No joke. I've asked him a few times. I'm like, could you chop me? He's like, I can't be held liable for what will happen. Oh, I, I've Fair seen enough. people. I've seen uh, what you call it. a lot of people say they would take a chop from. Uh, I'm like, not me. I would not take a chop from anybody, man. From Walter? No. No, no. You weren't. Not even if you no, paid no. me. No, <laughs> not even if you paid me. Definitely not Walter. <laughs> What what's worse, taking a chop from Walter or a forearm from Naru Suzuki? Well, that's not fair, man. That's a that's a loaded <laughs> question. Man. That's not fair. That, I would have to say, just based on the size of his hand, and again, <laughs> just basic, I would say the chop from Walter would like leave a mark from like here to here, just with his hand print. So I would have to say, but again, that's a loaded question. So I find it unfair. But if I'm forced to give an answer, I think Walter's chop would, would be a little bit more devastating for sure. Yeah. Well, it's like if you if you were to ask her, like, uh, you know, if Sasha Banks put you in the bank statement, would you tap out right away? Or would you, you know, would you hold out? Or if Charlotte Flair put you in the figure eight, which one do you think you'd tap out quicker to? I don't know. I just hugged both of them. I hugged both of them. Yeah, because that's how you win a wrestling match. You just hug people. she just, like, the bell would ring and she'd just be like, she just come running with her hands out, like, come here, give me hugs. Yeah, and she'd, she'd be, be like, like new age Bailey. No, then Sasha would be like, I'm not Bailey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll give people, I'll give people hugs. She'd just, like, do this. <laughs> I can't be mad. Aw. The whole crowd would fall for it, and then she'll try to cradle her. Wouldn't she do that, Minnie House? Wouldn't you? She'd be like, it's a big trick. Cause they'll be like, oh, what the? Reverse. <laughs> Reversal. <laughs> You know what's cool though about being a parent of a of a wrestling, like watching wrestling through your kids' eyes. The coolest part is, um, we went to SummerSlam in 2019 when it was here in Toronto, and just seeing her reaction to things was incredible. Seeing her, like seeing Trish Stratus come out for her first match in forever, seeing Charlotte Flair come out, seeing the Fiend's first appearance, uh, mm. you know, like just awesome. Seeing uh, seeing Dolph Ziggler get speared by Goldberg like six times. And kept getting take more and seeing Edge like we saw Edge come back and and mash up Elias pretty good on the kickoff show. It was just a great experience watching wrestling. Now I find is more fun for me because I'm watching it with them, both of my daughters, and it's great. It's great to have that. Uh, it's great to watch. Great to make the new era of fans. That's the coolest part about it for me. And she's definitely very stern on her favorites. You can't change her mind. If, if Sasha Banks has a good match and I say. Cat, if I say, you know, mini host, that wasn't her best match. Whatever, Dad, she, she rocked it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was actually at the uh, debut when uh, of the Fiend when he first came out. Nice, nice. When he came out, he like he attacked Finn Balor. You know, uh, this was on Raw. Like I think it was yeah, the this, night. Yeah, we, we were actually at the first time he was in the ring dressed as the Fiend, which was at yeah. SummerSlam. Yes, yeah, you read yeah. the book. Yeah. When he attacked Finn Balor, when he came out, I remember. I, I remember I went to the fridge to get something. And when he came out and she was like, Dad. And I looked over. I'm like, 
I don't know what that is, but I'm all in. <laughs> I, I, I saw the screen. I was like, I was there and I was sitting there. I was, I saw the screen go. I'm like, what was that? And the screen goes like off, and I'm like, oh geez, here we go. <laughs> you know, something's about to happen. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And then, and he had the mask on and everything, and I thought that was the coolest thing. And I'm part of the language, but the crowd was chin holy. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't yeah. worry, dude. Don't worry. I swear, like I swear, like a sailor. She's used to it. Trust me, you're good, man. You're good. <laughs> You should see me watch the Red Sox game. I swear up until I'm a diehard. Even like Toronto. I'm a diehard Red Sox fan. I'm a diehard Raptors fan. So when the game's on, like I scream at the TV like they can hear me. And I'm I, I'm swearing up a storm. Like you overpaid, lazy son of a bye. Jesus. <laughs> you go with a curse. You get curse. That's fine. There, oh, there's two wrestlers that I suggest you guys to get. And I know many hosts is going to want this girl from, from uh, the America. She wrestles. Her name is uh, Little Mean Kathleen. Little mean character. Okay. Yeah, like a spiked character. Oh, nice. Okay. Funniest. Oh my gosh, she is the funniest person I we've ever interviewed. Yeah, second, first and second, she's on the, and then Becky. Well, her real name in wrestling, like from the, we first started, was Basic Becky. But she mm-hmm. and we interviewed her like, was it a few days ago? Like last week? Yeah. We interviewed her right before the day before her match for We Are Wrestling. Wow. She, do, you guys, do, you guys sleep? do you guys sleep no, at all? No, we don't sleep at all. <laughs> no, I, no my, my day is go to work, right? Nothing to do with wrestling. Try to research people, see if I have time to research people, then do the, the podcast, and then do another podcast on my days off. So. And then Joe, and then Joe just talks the whole time. Man, Meta Geek, I feel for you, bro. I feel for you. I think you don't get enough credit. What's I your think problem with Joe? I think Joe's the heel of the show because I don't think Meta Geek gets enough credit. Jo- Joe's the like heel Joe in disguise. He's the heel in disguise. He's the one yeah, that's gonna put me in the spotlight, man. Look at all the championships <laughs> I have. I'm like Ken, the Kenny Omega show. Yeah, but you see, and like Meta Geek's just there. He's got his shirts. He's chilling. Life is good. He puts in all the work. Joe just comes in and just does the pizzazz and the snap. He just, Yo, he just, he just takes all the talking right there. And then, yeah, it's right. And then, <laughs> for the rest of the show, anytime Joe talks, we all just going to talk over him. Go ahead, Joe, talk. <laughs> now we're good. There's <laughs> so many wrestlers that you guys should totally get. Alex Pinto's booing you, Joe. Boo Joe. Now we got, the, we got the heel right there. Everybody boo Joe. Thanks. <laughs> Joe is the double turn right there. It was a double turn. There you go. Geek in the face now. Joe is the the talent in America that have not been seen in Canada yet. Like Little Mean Kathleen, Tomaku, Becky. Hold on. You're talking, you got to talk about Canadian talent, man. Like, you don't know what the struggle these wrestlers have to get over there. You don't know the hurdles that they have to, like the red tape to get a visa to work in the States to showcase their talent. We have a great pool of talented uh, men and women over here. That a guy, a guy like Speedball Mike Bailey, he's a top ten talent in the world. I would put him up against any wrestler, and he would show and prove and shine a spotlight. And it's been so hard for any of these talents to get over there. It really, really is. And I'm not saying the U.S. talent has it any easier, but the Canadian talent here, man, with all the red tape to get over to the U.S., it's very, very hard to wrestle in the states when you're a Canadian talent. 
did you um, interview him yet? Because we could find him on your thing so we could ask him to come on our podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Speedball, Speedball Mike Miller. Yeah, if you're on the YouTube, he, I think he was my vidcast number uh, eight or nine. So it was one of the earlier ones. But yeah, I interviewed him. He's a fantastic talent. I did a five it, sounds, it sounds very familiar. Like, was he in CZW or Ring of Honor or uh... – uh, I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but he's been he's been around. Like people, Mike Bailey, he's no joke, and he's fought some of the best talent in the world, and he is one of the best as well. Oh, and- we're having a guy from Canada on. Um, who was it? Geek? What's his name? He's in October. We got him from one of our friends that did our art for us. Uh, his name is what was it? Geek? Oh gosh. Uh, not uh, what's his name? Barricade. Barry. Bar- Bar- Barricade. Barricade. No, I don't know him. I don't know what what part of Canada he may be from. He looks like he looks like if earthquake joined the demolition. Big dude with the makeup on his face. I swear, if I could find a picture, I'll send it to you later. He looked like, as I said, he looked like if earthquake turned on typhoon and then became the new third member of the demolition. Just without all the creepy. I think the promotion he wrestles for RCW. I think it's called RCW. Real Canadian wrestling. Okay, yeah, I'll have to check him out for sure. If you guys are looking for somebody awesome to get in October, uh, somebody who is just creepy as all kinds, but he's an amazing person to talk to, is Isaiah Bronson. Oh. He, he, they call him the father. I, I did a three-part uh, kind of shoot interview with him where he stayed in character the whole time. Made my skin crawl, man. Creepy, creepy, but he's so, so good. So good at it. Really, really good. You guys should definitely check him out for your hmm. for your stuff in October. He would be he would definitely be one that would make your uh, your listeners skin crawl for sure. Well, we do have <laughs> October twenty eighth open because something went away and that yeah. date's old. Actually, before certain dates, Geek doesn't want to do shows. So like next Valentine's Day, we're like off. I yeah. feel bad. I don't want to geek. Yeah, well, it sounds like you make Geek work hard, man. I think the dude needs like a week or two off. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh, when we start the season off, we're we're coming back the seventeenth uh, of, okay. uh, of yeah. January. I gave him a long time this to be like, like two weeks off. So yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. well, thanks a lot, eh, eh, geek. Well, what are you gonna do with those two weeks off? You're just gonna sleep, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna still be working. I have my other job. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Jeez. I tell you, Joe, like Joe, you gotta you gotta do more. You better get him a really nice Christmas gift, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> really better, man. Like you should stop buying those pop figures for yourself, and you should buy him a couple. I'll buy him some. Take him out for a nice dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Take, oh yes, trust me. A nice steak dinner, no pizza, no tacos. A nice steak dinner, man. Yeah. Yeah. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow! I just got booed by a a a an eleven year old. Eleven. Eleven. That's right. You were gonna Wait. say ten. And she was gonna correct you. I tell you, she would have been like ten. You say ten, Dad. Hold my dog. She would have came right to the <laughs> Been like Ghostbusters 2 when like my dad told me you guys are full of crap. And that's what I just felt like. <laughs> Another person you should really get on your podcast, you should try Tamaku. Oh, yes. Okay. Tamaku. He's in our chat sometimes. He's freaking hilarious. Tamaku would he his joke is adults. Awesome. What does he say? Adults suck. Uh, adults uh, kids, kids rule. Awesome. Kids rule because they spend the money. Mini <laughs> yeah. yeah. host would become best friends with with Tamaku, like the biggest fan of Tamaku. Tamaku is the savage juggernaut. He wants to fight. Every, he wants to fight everybody. He wants to fight everybody, mini host. He, he doesn't, doesn't care, care who he is, who you are, where you're from. He wants to fight you. 
every woman we've had on the podcast, I want to fight her. I'm like, <laughs> little mean Kathleen, I want to fight her. I'm like, she's about like five nine. She's, little, she's not little, she's five six. She, you gone. R.I.P. That person. <laughs> Find her scraped against the wall. He's, yeah. he's a funny guy, I swear. Some of the he's, stuff he comes up with. He's in Cookie Monster voice the whole show. Sounds like it, absolutely, man. I'll definitely <laughs> have to check out some of these names for sure. It's all, he's on our podcast, by the way. You can check those ones out. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I've gone through some of the catalog. It's extensive because I see all the work. I see all the work you guys put in. No, you guys are you guys you guys kill it, man. You guys keep it on regular, which is awesome. And uh, we we appreciate that. I'm still Bujo. She That's said it. I didn't say it. She said it. I didn't say by it. The, by the way, I, I know I said this earlier, but Bujo. Sorry, I, go ahead. I really appreciate you uh retweeting everything on Twitter earlier this oh, week. Oh, absolutely. No too, problem. And sharing everything and and uh telling your friends and stuff like that. I really appreciate that. Yeah, we do. Absolutely, man. It's the least we could do, man. When we're asked to we're asked to be guests on somebody's show, we want to do what we can to promote it to make sure that uh, you know maybe some of our listeners may find a new platform to tune in when we're not on, and vice versa, right? Your you a couple of your listeners have now discovered us, which we appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our, so- our goal is just to have great conversations and have fun, and and the fact that what sets us apart is that we're a dad daughter podcast. We're doing it. And we're kicking ass. Mm-hmm. That is what I. One of the other reasons I like I, I invited you guys because you guys are family. Like real family that watch wrestling, and that is what all of us dreamed as a kid to have their dad sit and watch wrestling with them and enjoy it, and not to be like, "Oh yeah, this is cool. That match was nice, but I'm gonna go make myself a birdhouse." You know what I mean? They want to sit in front with their dad and actually enjoy it. You know what I mean? The coolest part for the coolest part for me is watching her do the interviews and watching her shine and watching her star get brighter. That's the coolest part for me, man. Just being, I'm all about being a girl dad. It's the coolest, it's the coolest job in the world. He has I, to suffer through uh, listening to Billie Eilish. Yeah, I have to suffer listening through Billie Eilish and the super depressing music and the emo stuff that she's getting into now and watching a lot of Japanese animation that I don't really understand. Anime. And, and, and all that stuff. But oh, it's, the things, it's the things you do for your kids. So I have no problem doing you it because that's her interest. I watch some. Yeah. Some. There was so, one anime that it was like all confusing, and he just gave up on it. He's like, "I can't do this anymore." Stupid. Really. <laughs> Next when you guys come back on the podcast, she's gonna come back with her hair like with black, white makeup, black lines around her guys. Hey guys, it's me, the mini host. Wow, uh-huh. she's really a goth now. Black line eyeliner. <laughs> I don't think mom would ever let that happen. Yeah, no. no. Black <laughs> eyeliner. Hey guys, I'm back. Like, what happened, mini host? You're so. Unicorns and and happy stuff. I'm not like that anymore. Like I like I like crows. When, when, when did I say Uni- unicorns? unicorns are so eight years old, bro? Yeah, She's no. so in love with unicorns, man. <laughs> I don't know. What do kids like these days? I don't know. Anime. 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 You were like my roommates in college. They were like anime fanatics. Like I when I moved into my roommate's dorm. I come in, I'm setting all my wrestling stuff up in the corner, and I look over, and he has, like, a bookshelf that he flipped there, unwobbled it, and it's all these anime books, just books of, like, random anime stuff. And then his other shelf was just animes from top to bottom. I'm like, 
Let okay, my wrestling section looks a little obsolete, but it's there. That's what I say. It looks like I'm out of place. All wrestling stuff here, anime there. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> yeah. Does so here Minihos, we go. Does Minihost want to be a wrestler when she gets older? or Do you have any aspirations of going inside the ring? No, I want to be a veterinarian. That's right. She wants to be a veterinarian. She wants to save animals. That's her thing. That's what she's all about. That's awesome. This is just a passion project of the two of ours. I have no aspirations of stepping inside the ring. I know anyone could kick my butt, and I'm okay with admitting that. Every wrestler I've interviewed, I have nothing but the highest respect because what they do is not easy. It's not easy. People need to respect respect what they do. A lot of people still have that mentality that, you know, I mean, again, to use the F word, a lot of people think it's fake. And to an extent, it is preplanned, yes, but the risks they take are real. And I don't think enough people give it give it the respect it deserves. And that's the sad part. That yeah. really, really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I give all those, I give the re- the indie wrestlers and the professionals, like the nothing but the respect on what they do. All, all of them. All of them. They give us, that's why I said indies and regular, they give us all the stuff to watch. We're on the opposite side of the barricade. Then when they go back behind the curtain, they either are beat up so bad that they have to get dragged to the medical area or like it's it either could be really like they're fine when they get back on the, they, we think they're fine, but they're really concussed almost dead. You know what I mean? Like I give sure. them all credit. Like, Oh, like so it could be like my dad showed me a picture. I was working with my dad and he's like, Joe, look, and I was like, what? And I turn around. There's John Cena's picture of John Cena, black, gray picture, nose over here, blood coming out of his nose. You know, you've never seen that what? picture before? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Broken that was a match with JBL? Was that the I Quit match? Or was that the uh, the car match where they were surrounded by the cars? Can't remember. I don't remember which one it was, but it was a gray picture, John Cena's nose, just like totally over there, blood coming out of his nose. The you take, right? His nose yeah. broke. Yeah, yeah. Broken. Dude, it looked like Picasso. Or, or it could have been the one when Rollins broke his nose. Ah. I think that was the Rollins. Yeah, that was the Rollins Raw. Yeah, I think you may be right. I think you may be right. I think you may be right. Well, gentlemen, it was an honor to sit down and talk with you guys today. Really, really had a lot of fun. And uh, thank you so much for having us, man. We really do appreciate it. Thank no you so problem. much for coming on, by the way. Thank, Thank you, you so much. You guys are awesome, by the way. We'll be, you, we want you back in 2022. 2022. That's when the next schedule. Yeah. <laughs> We're booked. Unless We're booked. anything opens up, you guys will be back immediately. You know what? We would love to. Uh, let's let's see what our schedules we can link up in 2022, but we'd love to come back and have a conversation. Hopefully, hopefully, MetaGeek gets a chance to talk a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Joe, you're great, man. You guys are awesome. Again, it's an honor and privilege every time we, uh, we get asked to be on somebody's podcast, whether it's me or now the mini host is available for bookies as well. If you want to sit down with her, hit her up on her DMs and mama, mama host will, uh, will vent. And, but again, guys, thank you so much. It's been a blast. You guys are awesome. And uh, you're a lot of fun. I appreciate you. Both of you. Maybe next no time problem, she can ask us the five questions. Done. <laughs> Done. We'll make it up. We'll prepare, and we're gonna put Joe on like a, a serious spotlight. Yeah, we're gonna the five yeah. parts are gonna be super hard, man. Super <laughs> hard. Oh, and I tell you right now, nothing to do with Ghostbusters, nothing to do with pop figures, nothing to do with with mustaches, nothing to do nothing. with pizza. Nothing. To do with pizza. <laughs> no. nothing. We're gonna ask you questions that she would not know the answer to. Like name the winner, 
Name the MVP of the 1915 World Series. Oh, God. I do like baseball. So you may, I may get you on that. I'm a nerd. I'm like a weird Maybe. baseball guy. Yeah, I, I'm a Red Sox fan through and through, and I live in Toronto. But I do not like the Blue Jays. What are you going to do? Oh, jeez. Wow. Uh, You'd boo me if, I, if, this, if this set fell down. It's all NYs in, uh, in, uh, in championship. Uh, all right. Well, Keith, it was very <laughs> nice meeting and talking to you. Joe, whatever Later. with the Yankees stuff. Sorry, can't do it, bro. Not going to happen. <laughs> all right, guys. All right, thank bye. you so much. Thank you. Bye. 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 Peace. Oh, that was, that was awesome. Fun. That was a fun interview, by the way, Joe. That was lots of fun. So, I just got reminded awesome. by my calendar about podcast tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, so um, remember, you guys, you could always follow us, HTTP streamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside HTTP slipdreamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside. And remember, shows are opening up. Buy your tickets today, NYWC. You got VPW, Creator Pro, all the good Long Island promotions. They're opening up today. And remember, SummerSlam is this weekend with NXT TakeOver. And Joe? Oh, sorry about that. Sending a message to our friend, our new friends. And don't forget to, as you said, don't forget to check out the indie promotions. Thank you so much to the Straight Talk Podcast for coming on today. Thank well, you, Mini Hulk, for booing me. That gave me lots of happiness because I've, I've never been booed by kids before. Joe's the heel of the podcast now. It's, yeah, it was, du- it was a double turn. Yeah, it's my turn to get booed by children, even though I got booed by children for nine years because I worked in a supermarket. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much, guys. It was an honor and a pleasure. And don't forget to support all the indies. Go on for Wrestling Tees and keep on supporting the indies. Check out our friends. Check out all, of, all the past episodes. And don't forget to check out our episode tomorrow Follow with up. Ian and... The glamorous one yeah also my, my, one more thing make sure you follow straight talk wrestling yes follow straight talk wrestling do it right now so all right take care guys we out of here peace out